one work week and I get 45 minutes playing with the T-Rex controls. Ew, David. Ew, what? No, really what I'm going to do like for. putting on the Ritz and shit. I don't know. What are you doing with it? You are too into dinosaurs. There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave. Ella. And Casey. Someone owes me an explanation and an apology. It's you. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. What's this month's theme, Casey? We are in prehistoric month, watching fucking boring-ass movies about boring-ass dinosaurs. Sorry, I hate them. shut your mouth. Then you shouldn't have me introduce this month. Dinosaurs are great. Last week, we had the suggestion from a Patreon to watch Aztec Rex and Meow. That was a... That hey, it was a little more exciting than what we brought this week. Dave, what did we sit through? What did we step in? Well, if the theme is prehistoric and we are shitty cinema, there is a somewhat legendary bad dinosaur movie <laughs> that we haven't watched and talked about yet. And I think, actually, at least one of us had never seen before. So this I've week, never. we watched the absolute gem of... Uh, we watched the absolute gem that is Whoopi Goldberg in Theodore fucking Rex. Ooh. You know what this podcast is teaching me? There's not a whole lot of bad movies from the 80s and 90s that I didn't watch as a kid. And yeah, I'm, no, all of I'm them. not sure what that Man, is about me. You had Our, that blockbuster money, my friend, and yeah, I'm no. jealous. All right, Casey, before we get ahead of ourselves... You need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your setup. Look, it's been a long week. You have earned yourself a night out on the town, and you're going to take in some music tonight. Treat yourself. Right? You know, treat yourself. You're going to have a few drinks. But you've decided to go to the prehistoric club, the place where all of the now unextinct, somehow sentient creatures like to get way too drunk on the weekends. A a triceratops with a taste for, as they call it, soft skins, has taken a liking Mm. to you. No. My skin is super soft. Yeah, sounds dirty when you repeat it, doesn't it? Mm, Yes, it does. Yeah. So you've decided to make your way to the other end of the club before he tries to start a conversation with you. But uh, two T-Rexes are learning to dance and just about to do a spin in front of you and absolutely clothesline you with a tail. So in 10 seconds before that happens, sell us on this movie. The Manhattan Project of prehistoric films that was the final nail in not only dino movies for a while, but also Whoopi Goldberg, single black female extorted and blackmailed. Nine seconds. Tell me Damn. someone didn't have something on her or was like holding a loved one hostage. She tried so hard to get out of this movie. Oh, yeah. Before we can talk about that, Casey, we need to go over the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. Theodore Rex is set in some future where dinosaurs have been returned from extinction. They had a oh, receipt. And, then, yeah, yeah. and also, like, made smart and given clothes and shit. 
Right, just just like in Jurassic Park, there's been a ton of genetic meddling and a boat metric fuck ton in this case. Why well, are they wearing pants? Roughly human sized. And Don't they yeah, all just they have cloacas? To, I I guess yes. They're mostly bipedal. Um, they speak English. Uh, they they mostly live like us, except for with wacky differences. Yeah, but when they brought back raccoons, they didn't make them wear fucking pants and earrings. So why are the dinosaurs the only ones being forced to like Wait, cover their mouths? Did you modesty? see the raccoons they brought back? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. In the movie when? Probably when I was imagining a better movie. Did they not show <laughs> raccoons? No, yeah, I think they only no. talked about the raccoons coming. Oh, right. I just love raccoons so much. Every time the word is said, I picture the animal and it warms my yeah. heart. My, you know that they didn't come back with earrings and pants. I Right. I also have questions about... The dog didn't wear pants and earrings. Yeah. I also have questions about their priorities in bringing back extinct creatures because it went dinosaurs, but also make them talk in people-sized then lions, elephants, then raccoons. <laughs> Certainly a strategy. Well, yeah, whatever. Teddy Rex, as his friends call him, is a human-sized T-Rex that lives in an apartment with his dog, describes himself as a recovering carnivore, and wears shoes that are just three pairs of Chuck Taylors cut up and sewn together. They really deserve to be. So just give him one big shoe. That's all I have. It's just five minutes of me. <laughs> just like many a buddy cop to come before, he's a dino diversity hire for the police PR department who dreams of becoming a detective. Okay, maybe not like many buddy cops, but like we've seen the role before. The commissioner, who is looking to cover up a unique case of dinosaur murder, gives Teddy his dream partnering him with none other than Whoopi Goldberg, a.k.a. his rigs. Yeah, I don't I don't want to see Whoopi Goldberg as rigs. That's what it is, though. It's not a, yeah, I If know. I am, then let her do a full-on impression. Don't, <laughs> don't give us what you gave us. Yeah, and Teddy Rex Goldberg is an ass-kicking cop that was recently reinstated because she was too badass. Okay, I, I made that up because the film just hints at her backstory and doesn't tell us shit. Yeah, it literally gives us no reason why she was not on the force for a while. Here's something that wasn't hidden. Whoopi in that bodysuit, original Black Widow, yes, bitch. She looked good. Yeah, sure. okay. That's she the looked only great. good thing about her performance. Boy, it looked better that. than me in a fucking <laughs> cat or black cat suit. Yes, Whoopi. The investigation of the dino murder finally gets real when Teddy's attacked by people sent to prevent him from discovering the truth. See, it's at this point the film spends time trying to develop Teddy's character by showing how much he wants to fuck the one other T-Rex character, Molly Rex. Whoopi's also got a kid friend, or a, a, like a kid she knows somehow. Who fucking knows? The movie has too much going on to explain why she has this kid she hangs out with. You're a fucking RoboCop. When do you have time to hang out with just, like, feral children? <laughs> Street food kids. It doesn't matter, though, because they both just exist to get fridged. Not just one of them. Both of them. I mean, it's almost like... They live. Yeah, and it's almost like the main plot, which is killing nearly everything on the planet, is not enough to motivate our hero cops. Which is either too realistic or too stupid. And the most frustrating thing is I can't decide which. I mean, the movie literally forgot to tell us <laughs> what 
that plot was until what beginning of Act Three? No, it like they're that's already how it starts the movie. It starts the movie telling us everything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's what my question was about. Because was that saying that's what happened the first time or that's what was happening this time? Because it said that the cops find out 24 hours before the thing is supposed to go off and the movie starts 24, like more than 24 hours before. 48 hours yeah, before. I, I gotta be, yep. If that was in the title cards beforehand, I completely yeah. glazed over all of that. You were still then, getting so. a snack. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, ex- they just straight up tell you that he's doing this and you're like, Oh, okay. Wow. I guess that would have been neat to discover. Those motherfuckers did that after they realized, wait, we didn't introduce our plot until the 50 minute mark. Probably. Uh, Yeah. Put a title card on it. It'll be fine. Fuck you. Yeah. God damn it. (laughs) I hate it so much. Teddy and Whoopi learned that it's the billionaire scientist, Elazar Kane at the bottom of this murder mystery. Kane wields tremendous power, not simply because he's a billionaire, but because he also invented the unextinction technology that brought Teddy back. See, Teddy and him are even buddies, a point the movie tries to use to introduce tension, but completely fails with. I don't care. Teddy eventually goes against Kane, and it doesn't feel like it was a tough decision at all for him. Stopping the genocidal maniac just seems like a good reason to override, but he was nice to me and gave me weird artificial life. But I don't know, maybe that's just me. Whoopi and Teddy take on Kane until Whoopi ends up getting shot and her cybernetics get fried or whatever excuse means that Teddy has to take on the baddies alone. Seriously, does she, like, sh- does she have a virus? I, she took bullets and then did like the robot know. against the wall and became a wallflower. She was waiting for someone to come get her into the dance. That's how I felt watching that. Did she sit when she was done talking? Or maybe I was just picturing myself sliding dramatically down a wall because I needed <laughs> yeah, this no, movie to was, stop. But. She was just up against the wall the whole time. Okay, that was my feelings. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got a lot of those confused. I thought I saw a raccoon in this movie. I thought she slid. Like, there, this movie was a fucking trip for me. There is a reason that it's the movie that shitty cinema watched because we might not necessarily have watched the movie that somebody made. You know what I mean? I was we're staring getting, at the screen. We're getting <laughs> the movie that slipped past Casey's perception. <laughs> I couldn't, my psyche couldn't hold this whole movie. It had to filter some shit out for me to be able to still run. It's like talking to people about their salvia trip. Like, oh yeah, yeah, they said raccoon, so you saw a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> I would almost prefer a salvia trip than this movie i'm on a i'm in a space i'm gonna go to space. i'm only afraid of one <laughs> the answer right. surprise you anyway and of course <laughs> teddy takes out the baddies alone uh he stops the plan just seconds before the nuke can explode in the sky uh preventing the new ice age and the second. movie ends oh yeah a, a second new ice age the movie ends with a hard pivot extolling the virtues of not being prejudiced towards dinosaurs, I guess, and ignoring rampant police corruption. Like, right? right you're, yeah, that should have been more the focus is the systemic. But they blew up the bad guy, so ah, everything else is forgiven, right? Yeah, so they've they've just killed 
the one man with access to the de-extinction technology. I don't know if anybody else at his company can use it. In my headcanon, he can't. Because I think this is basically how you get the the cyberpunk universe. (laughs) I'm also confused. Did his assistant that got frozen... She's probably already taken the shot because she was taking a ride on the Ark to go fuck her boss and bear his children. So I assume that she had... Okay, so let's... Yeah, we Let's gotta, explain we this a little explain bit the arc, before I just start assistant. dropping random people. <clears throat> right. Wow. This just so got complicated. You're talking about the doctor? It, way more complicated than this fucking movie should have been. So there's Dr. Kane or Mr. Kane, whoever the fuck he is. Evil corporation man is making an arc with two of every animal. That's why he's bringing them all back from extinction because he's going to freeze dry the earth again and then repopulate. Mm-hmm. And it seems like... He's taking two of every animal and just his super hot assistant, a.k.a. Drusilla from Buffy, to repopulate the whole Earth. And so the the theory is, is they inject you with this stuff that allows you to get frozen and then unfrozen without harming you. So I think she's probably already taken the unfrozen shot because they were about to leave for the arc in like two minutes. So she's she's the one that did all the the scientific legwork, it seems, or at least has access to it. So they can still unfreeze her and keep, you know, progressing. The badness isn't out of the world, is I guess what I'm saying. Does that make sense? No. No. You all look but confused. But that's not, not your fault at all. Oh, like, okay. It's, it's the fault of this movie that, like, okay, number one, we have, uh, I, like, you literally didn't even talk about the we brought dinosaurs back to life and let them talk technology. That's a whole other thing right? that this movie has. In addition to the like perfect cryogenics that's been developed and the ability to create a new ice age. And you didn't even mention the Robocops. Whoopi Goldberg's a Robocop. Like the movie's got that in there too. Kane stole the cryogenic technology from fish that can survive being frozen. There's just How so unoriginal. much shit <laughs> in this. Yes. Correct. It is the river of shit that Andy Dufresne has to crawl through. <laughs> and guess what? He didn't find any watches while he was in there. Oh. You know what Dave didn't mention either? There's also a dinosaurs have psychic powers plot line that oh, yeah, gets yeah, yeah. abandoned. Oh, and, yeah. And... We didn't mention that there's like an underground syndicate of criminals with fun, exciting Batman-like themes like the toy maker that makes insect bombs. You sound like (laughs) a little kid describing your dream, and it's overwhelming and boring at the same time. (laughs) And that's exactly what this movie was. Overwhelming and boring at the same time. If you want 90 minutes of a stupid child trying to describe its dream to you, Watch it. <laughs> You're going to love it. Casey, what what time period do you think this was set in? 4,000, no. Well, 4,000 and so BCE. No, no, no. After death, whatever. B- CE? So you're like 42, 23 Why do you or think that? Because it said something about 2,000 years, Ice Age. So it's sometime in the past, a long time in the future. So this is which is a stupid way of just saying some kind of 
far future. At some point, sometime, like God. <laughs> yes, I thought it was like in the year like forty-two something. So this is, I guess, where I get a little bit confused about Teddy Rex because. I'm not quite sure. It's almost like they want to set it in our world and tell us a story about, like, the ravages of uh, our human effects on the climate um, or maybe, like, the societal problems of racism. But these are things that they have window dressings of and do eh, a puppet I mean, show behind. Right. It's it's the 90s. We loved slapping uh, climate scares into movies as in, in the 90s. Like, we literally yes. had the ozone hole going right. on like it was very front that. and center it was a great thing to just slap into your movie uh a, a classic of shitty cinema highlander 2 <laughs> we did it a lot they it was like they wanted they didn't want to tell that story they added it when they wrote themselves into a corner <laughs> i was really hoping that this was going to have more of a double dragon feel of like Hey, let's burn garbage to make right. our cars go. I wanted something <laughs> like that. It wasn't. It and did. there was more. There was no Mark to Costco's. It did almost feel like, okay, we're just going to lean into the crazy pills a bit. But then we didn't quite take it far enough for that. Although I do in, in the endless stream of ridiculous ass characters, I do want to call out the toy maker. Um, the guy who's introduced halfway through as just like some random weapons maker because he only has one scene of the movie when Teddy Rex tries to intimidate him and he disappears into a hole in the floor, leaving behind a live grenade while shouting suck eggs cops. And <laughs> I laugh every goddamn time. Yeah, that was, that was probably the best part of the movie. Why don't we say suck eggs anymore? It's, we can bring it back. We need to bring it back. Bring it back, Dave. Uh, I bet you the Toymaker's backstory would be another much better movie than the one we watched. Yeah, I mean, the I don't want to see it, though. I don't like puppets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the fucking puppets, because there's a lot of goddamn puppets in this movie. Oh, yeah, there is. Including sure. our titular Theodore Rex. He's a big goddamn puppet. With, We've done a lot of not talking about him. Yeah, because he, I, there's nothing to fucking say. He's just a shitty puppet, and he sucks, and I hate it. He's not entirely a puppet. It's a man in a suit with an animatronic head. Yeah, with something like 47 points of articulation, which you realize watching this is not that goddamn many for a face. <laughs> yeah, it's not. 23 <laughs> moving parts on each side. The way his lips moved was absolutely awful. Yeah, I hated it. I hated it. The The lumbering around reminded me, I don't know if you guys ever watched the TV show Dinosaurs when I was when, when you were a kid. I loved it um, because I enjoyed comedy and dinosaurs. Did and I watch hated it. dinosaurs? Yeah, Dave. Two things I hate, puppets and dinosaurs. <laughs> no, I did not watch I'm it. I'm the baby. Gotta love me. Big purple eyes and very cuddly. Watch me hit my daddy with a frying pan. <laughs> I'm the baby. Gotta love me. <laughs> First I kick you, then you shove me, fly across the room. I like it. Again. Mommy, daddy, brother, sister, I'm the greatest baby in prehistory. I can keep going. Wow, that's fucking incredible. That's Is incredible, it? Dave. You should put that on your Hinge profile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. have that. All your information. I'm just going to like list all of that. You can actually do voice notes on there so i'm just gonna sing the dinosaurs i'm the baby song 
I want uh, you to get a half a bottle of whiskey and record that song. Spoken word. Do it in spoken we word. We can do it. I mean, if you find yourself in that state, just get me on a call and we'll start up the recording because I also want visuals to this. Um, and the reason why I know it that well is because not only did I watch the show, uh, the soundtrack on cassette was one of the like first four things I owned that was like <laughs> mine. That's incredible, Dave. That's fucking incredible. Yeah. I didn't even know that existed. You are surprisingly underbullied. <laughs> I moved around a lot. People didn't get a chance to okay, see that Okay, you could closet it. Good, good. Wow, yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah, this, it did, I mean, I'm familiar with dinosaurs. This felt yeah. like a shitty, it, it was just, a disgusting, I'm trying to sell shit smoothie of <laughs> it's a little bit of dinosaurs. It's a little bit of riding on Jurassic Park. It's a little bit riding on ti- Time Cop and Cyborg. And it's a little bit riding on every other fucking movie that has come before this of just like, what? A- it's, it feels like an AI written script. Yeah. I. <laughs> While, while watching wow. Theodore Rex yes. at one point, I thought to myself, I wish this movie knew what it was trying to sell me. Because yeah. Yeah. It has no soul. It, it has right. no soul. And and that's fine. Like, I grew up watching Ninja Turtles. I'm used to things having no soul, but at least they had a purpose. <laughs> Ninja Turtles knew it wanted to sell me whatever the new toy of the week was. Here's oh, what hurt really me well. most. It was very good at that. Yeah. It was very you effective. can see the distaste on Whoopi Goldberg's face. It is unmasked hatred for this film. Yeah. And I feel it. About that. So you 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 picked up on that. Are you aware of the extent she, of whoop, why Whoopi's upset about this? I know she tried to get out of it. I know she agreed to do it like right after she was hot off some awards and then was like, no, I yeah. can't. I can't do this. I might rather do porn. And they're like, nope. Yeah, she had to be literally sued into making this movie. Um, and I'm sure going to work every day was just great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she actually, you, you said, like, who has what on her? She actually uh, was returning someone's, she was returning the producer's phone call, and he picked up as his answering machine was. So he actually had a recording of her saying she would do this movie which was yeah. used in a court of law to yeah. force her to make they said there was never an agreement to do this movie. Like, they literally because, went oh, to court, and contract. he was like, I got the tapes, bitch. Contrary to what Law & Order might tell you, a contract can be verbal. It does not have to be written down on paper. Oh, no, no. They, Judge Judy is all, I mean, she wants you to write shit down, but... Yeah, it's always smart. She'll still hold you, too. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... You were picking up accurately, although... I'm an empath. She had Thank to be you. sued into making this movie <laughs> and ultimately settled into making it for $8 million, which was more than the $6 million she had originally agreed to make it for. So, like, Whoopi, I don't know what the fuck you're bitching about. I'm just saying she should have got more because this is a trash fire. And I'm sure she, when she read the script and was like, oh, no, 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 no. She tried to let run. Me, let me, let me and I respect that. If I offered you $8 million for 58 days of shooting this movie, 
You'd fucking well, yeah, because I'm poor. Yeah. I didn't make Sister Act <laughs> one and two, and I'm not in fucking the ghost and shit. Right, obviously, for people like us, an eight million dollar check, it's just like, okay, do I have to show my balls? And if I do, I it's would not suck enough. a stranger's dick to pay up for less than what our house was to be paid off. There's fifty thousand dollars. You'd be pissed if I didn't. You true. better it's be pissed if I didn't. Significant amount of money. It's more than I make. Would you rather work all year, or would you rather suck one stranger dick a year for a year's salary? Just a normal dick suck. Oh no yeah, weird stuff. I'd, I'd rather just probably suck a dick. Right, and yeah, then that's just like what five eight minutes of not fun for a year worth of not working. Right. Right. <laughs> So again, yes, because we're cheap. That's not, you can't ask me that question. Would I film this movie for like, let's say $500? No. No, I would not. Don't need $500 that badly? I might do it for $500. No. Uh, Not 58 days of filming. Not for 500 bucks. Yeah, so, okay. Anyway, we were talking about Theodore Rex. Theodore Rex <laughs> is so the most boring tapioca pudding character. He's annoying. He's generally unlike. He's unlikable. Was there anything likable about him? Uh, he's a vegetarian. He's a recovering carnivore. Yeah, and then they tried to make him cool like Cookie Monster. No, he loves cookies. Like, that's not helping. Stop. He also the cookie obsession yeah. was weird. He also threatens to eat a dude. Like I think, and I think that was genuine. I think he was actually going to eat that guy. He's got the bloodlust. <laughs> you know how it is. If he gets one <laughs> taste of human blood, honestly, I was rooting for the guy trying to ice all these motherfuckers. Hold this on. movie was terrible. I wanted everybody to lose. Wait, yeah, he I'm just still... came up again with a better movie, right? Like him fighting his urge to eat a human because as soon as he bites into a human, he'll just be overwhelmed for his urge for human flesh. Won't like me when I'm hungry. Yeah, what about his weird three-toed, they're like, you know the, the individually toed feet shoes you can yeah. get for people? Yeah, yeah. Like but instead of toes, they're converses. Yeah. With it's converse. another converse for each toe. It's horrible. Honestly, instead of human centipede, it's like human roly-poly. It's awful (laughs) and somehow worse. And fuck your design department, respectfully. Um, Did you notice that they also change colors throughout the movie? Sometimes they're red, sometimes they're black, sometimes they're blue. I cannot believe you are paying that close attention. (laughs) I didn't see it. I read that on IMDb. I didn't witness it. But also, oh, okay. I was getting pretty glazed over. Remember, I thought there were raccoons in this movie. I did because I was horrified by them and I couldn't stop staring at them. And then I was like, why are they different colors? Oh, no, I was avoidance. I was like, I'm not. Ah. I'm just not going to look. I'm not going to look. Can I like my like how I treat spiders? D- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does it count as a good thing if I say I like when he hits people with his tail? It's not a good no. thing yeah. about no. him. I no. was so fucking tired of that joke five minutes in. There's Yeah, the uh, clumsy tail joke. Yeah, <sighs> I hated the clumsy tail joke. However, at the end of the movie, when the police commissioner gets hit, he gives a really good, oof, like it sounds like he got whacked in the stones. And I really <laughs> liked his delivery, and I wish they had ran with that. 
like throughout the movie, just every single human character gets hit harder and harder and harder until it's a jackass <laughs> skit. Richard Roundtree <laughs> is the police commissioner, and he's the yeah. only light in this film. Is he? Yeah. He has like three scenes, and it's all him being corrupt as fuck. Richard Roundtree? Yeah. No. Commissioner? He wasn't corrupt. What do you mean he wasn't corrupt? He wasn't corrupt. All the other dudes were. He worked. He fucking did the bidding of the evil billionaire. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Okay, well, he's got a family to feed. <laughs> no, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was the other guy exploited Roundtree into doing what he wanted. Yeah, because Roundtree was the one that he was like, "Just think, if thing, if this goes well, you're gonna get all the credit for it." And then he's that still guy, a puppet of the billionaire. Uh, right, but he's an inadvertent puppet. He's just stupid. <laughs> he's easily manipulated, but he's not outright corrupt. He's not a bad guy. Come on. He has to give that rousing. Um, Racism bad speech at the end there where he uses both of the slurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Soskins hey. and scales can work together. Like, come on, man. So a dinosaur, a Jew. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, like commencement speech over. It 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 goes back to that, like, who is this for and what are they selling? Because it did feel like they got to the end of the movie and they were like, fuck, movies have to have morals, right? Like, we have a talking dinosaur. That means it's a kid's movie, I think. So, like, <laughs> I okay. guess racism, I guess, like, a racism's bad. But, like, no, Theodore Rex threatened to eat another human. That's probably reasonable to be like, maybe let's not give them badges and guns. But also, like, you you had a perfectly good climate change thing in there with the whole, like, raccoons and everything's yeah. gone extinct. Yeah, we don't want to make it too preachy, though, so we just divert. Yeah, divert, they don't really divert, explore divert. the climate change thing at all. Not at all. It, There's it no consequences be, for anything. None. None. It could have been a precursor, like, this is how we got here. <clears throat> it also could have been uh, a warning about you know, uh, our ability to affect the climate and the bad decisions we make, especially the bad decisions of billionaires. Wow, look at that. The only thing that's going to fix the climate, kids, is more raccoons. And I'm pro-raccoon, Casey. The movie doesn't blame it in any way on the billionaires. It just no! is, it just shrugs its shoulders and, like, more shit's going extinct every day. And, again, it's 95. Like, we were really hung up on, like, ah, oh, the hairspray, maybe. Like, we weren't really pointing It's not everything else. And also, they kind of tried to humanize the evil billionaire Kane of, like, oh, Teddy. Like, he seemed to genuinely care for Theodore Rex. He really wanted him on his boat, and then finally was like, "Man, well, I yeah, but only tried as to... a only as a breeding pair. Like as soon as Teddy didn't go with the plan, he fucking shot him. Hubris, hubris. He would have definitely gone with the breeding plan, so it was a done deal. He seemed to. They're gonna fuck. Why don't you do it here, on my boat? Okay, one. I gotta just because this reminded me though. One element of the like. Late 80s, mid 90s movies that I wish we would bring back. Cackling henchmen. Love a good cackling henchman. Yeah. And yeah. this movie is just yeah. packed to the rafters with cackling henchmen. They're delightful. They are a little cartoonish. They they lean into the cartoonishness and the, the, the title like, character is a talking like dinosaur. Like a, God damn right. it. 
Sure, but it it yeah, feels it, like this is the part that makes it feel like it's aimed at kids, whereas the sex jokes make it feel like it's not aimed at kids. It did make it feel like it was for the kids. It was like a sillier version of like Batman henchmen. It felt very like 1990 or 1989 Batman, but a little more like meh, with a, a zazz of Schumacher villains. Okay, so a bit zany. And you're like, okay. But yeah, then there's all the like, we're rooting for these dinosaurs to fuck. Like she takes a bath at his house while he's gone. He leaves on a date and she's just like, better get naked and wet immediately. Like it's a lot. Hey, it's a lot. Do that whenever, by the way. Just saying. Baths are, di- baths are disgusting. Oh God, you just reminded me when uh, when he walks her home and walks her to his home, which is not what she requested. She asked for a walk home, and he walked her to his home. That's creepy. He didn't say whose home, right. baby. But whatever. Mm-hmm. She's into it apparently because he offers for her to come in for some milk and cookies. Uh huh. She says, "I love milk and cookies." A bit voraciously. Yeah. And then he proceeds to repeat the word cookies until I absolutely hated it. Now I don't think <laughs> yeah. I can ever eat one again. Because I'm pretty Dave's sure start it's calling like, them biscuits. Yeah, I, I have to. Because now cookies means dinosaur pussy. <laughs> if that's what it tastes like. Uh, Dave, you want to get some of that cloaca? Okay, no, that's fine, actually, because it was a macadamia nut cookie, and I fucking hated those already. So Yeah, like, not a big same, fan. Same. Macadamia nuts are not my well, like a two on a scale of one to ten. <clears throat> Arguably, the weirdest thing that Theodore Rex doesn't explore is the fact that the dinosaurs are all tele- telepathic or somehow psychic. They're they're connected. It's such that when one dinosaur is murdered, everybody feels it. It's kind of like that double Lohan movie where she can feel her twin getting her legs and arms chopped off. Yeah, they can feel when another dinosaur has a killer psychedelic butterfly explode Exploded half of its face. face off which is the which also what could have been a cool thing a way to murder someone with Lindsay lohan powers or with explosive butterflies explosive butterflies i i mean we can do both what if it's Lindsay lohan and she has the explosive butterflies it's very fucking theodore animated. rex has a dream of the very beginning of the movie. So I'm wondering if he also got the terrible title card at the beginning that was like 2,000 years ago or in the future. I don't know. Um, Molly Rex, the female dinosaur, also mentioned she had the same dream. And didn't another dinosaur mention the butterfly dream? Anyway, they're like, yeah, all us dinosaurs are connected. We can feel for each other. Okay. Then why aren't there more dino cops to cover dino side if you guys get a fucking first hand like look at the crime scene every night? Right. She's she's a T-Rex that is brought back from the dead and now is a lounge singer. Yeah. With a, like a Jessica Rabbit vibe. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm God, sure God, I forgot they ripped off that movie too. <laughs> they did. They uh they with a much too long lounge singer. Well, all of the bits in this movie are too long. The lounge singer bit's way too long. The Teddy Rex dress-up bit, we didn't talk about that at all. When Teddy dresses up in various racially insensitive costumes. Oh my god, I forgot about that part. (laughs) It's not even Teddy Rex's fault. He goes down and is like, hey, Sheila, I know you're part of the costume department. Can you get me hooked up? 
no. and proceeds. Oh, do you have a better way to describe no, it? I, I want to clarify that uh, he goes down to the costume department and says, I need something. I need to blend in. And she says, maybe you should go to the zoo. And like, yeah, maybe Sheila does need to get some fucking diversity <laughs> training. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. She starts in hard. So you're yeah. right. Sheila's Fair. got jokes. Just saying. She, Sheila's tenured. Sheila has something on someone. She's not trying to extort money. She just wants to make sure she can coast through to retirement yeah. and say whatever hateful she, phrase she wants she, to. She, she's got an elected union position. All right. Before I remember something else about this movie that upset me, because I'm sure in the next minute or two I will, we need to get down to answering the question that we do every week. So, Casey, I'm going to start things off with you. Originally scheduled to be released in 1995, pushed back to 1996, finally released on video in 1997, starring Wolfie Goldberg, Theodore Rex, would you watch it again? This retroactively ruined my 11th birthday. No. <laughs> oh! No, I would not watch this again. This wow. was boring, overcrowded. Ugh. Ugh. It was awful it was painful to sit through it was like watching the big bang theory without the laugh track it's bad enough with the laugh track it's upsetting without um it's uninteresting they cram too much shit in the movie it doesn't know what it's saying i don't know who it's for but i know it's definitely not me and honestly i'm gonna pat myself on the back for that it's like when you stumble across weird porn, you're like, oh, thank God I'm not into that. Good, <laughs> good. That's how I feel about this. Um, I'm glad I didn't enjoy this. No, it it was awful. It was awful. Jay, how about you? I think I could read your face while watching the movie, but uh, how about you? 1995 through 97, Whoopi Goldberg, Secret Shame, Theodore Rex, would you watch it again? I hadn't watched this movie in, in such a long time. I barely remembered any of it. And going into it, I, I know that this has achieved a cult classic status. So I sort of expected to find uh, a little bit more of what I love about, say, like Double Dragon, as Casey mentioned. Yes. Or the Super Mario Brothers or The Room. And instead, it starts Charm. more. Um, yeah, like Charm. None of that is there. In fact, there's only one scene in which... Uh, it looks like Whoopi Goldberg is having any fun, and it's when uh, she sets up an ambush for the people that had attacked them as retaliation because uh, they don't expect Teddy Rex to be there, and he swings in and knocks some of them out. And the scene is is mediocre at best, but it actually looked like she was enjoying herself. And for that brief moment, I was like, wow, I wish there was more of this in this film because I would get the cult status. As it is, I don't really get it. I didn't have a whole lot of fun. I'm not going to watch it again. But, Dave, what about you? Theodore Rex, would you watch it again? God, you know, I know I watched this at some point in the late 90s. Um, but the only thing I remembered was just, like, vague disappointment and confusion. Like, I, I had no solid memories of how I felt about it at the time. Your brain protects you from trauma that way. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> um, and since then, yeah, I've, I've heard about how it became kind of a cult thing, and I've read about Whoopi having to be sued into making it, but I never went back and actually watched it. Uh, and no, I'm not going to watch it again, because this, this just <laughs> really, really sucked. It's just disappointing and confusing, and like, 
I, it's a movie that I would genuinely rather watch a documentary about than watch again. Yeah, that feels that feels. Yeah, right. if this is a cult movie, it's more like a Children of God, where they like do unspeakable things to kids, cult, and not like a fun, <laughs> sexy cult where like I go away to like the Golden Order or whatever. Like I go to a chateau in France, fuck for a while, go skiing, and go back home. It's not a fun one. Well, that is it, Shitty Cinemites. Zero out of three of us are going to watch Theodore Rex again, which, uh, you know, it's been a while since something. And you can't make us. No, please don't ever make us. Please don't. don't. Please don't. Well, that is it for Prehistoric Month. Unfortunately, we have to leave the dino movies behind. I know you're upset, Casey. What? uh, But I'm going to leave it up to you then. What are we going to be doing next week to change up the theme? Listen, we're jumping ahead, we're getting that ice age, and we're thawing back out and jumping across the pond and watching British movies. So you'll just have to tune in next week. Follow us on Instagram at Casey.cinema, like us on Facebook, sh.tty cinema, throw us a pound or two, Patreon slash shitty cinema, or peepshittycinema.com. Check the show notes for those links, and in the meantime, let's turn out the lights. Pay Whoopi Goldberg what she's worth. It's a little more than $8 million for this embarrassment. I'm sorry, Dave. Huh?